Welcome to Season 3, Episode 10 of The MN Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. Stephen, can you believe that we've gotten to the 10th episode already? <laughs> the season seems like it just started. I know, it's totally weird. Didn't we just do Episode 2? Didn't we just do the first ever MN Corner? <laughs> Wasn't that last week? We were so young. We were so young and naive. If you go back and you listen to episode one, we sound like two little giddy kids. You know, Jordan actually did listen to episode one recently, and he's like, "Yeah, you guys were trying to figure out what you were talking about, (laughs) and it really, it really wasn't even that political." And I said, "Well, it's true. It's true because it was before the Trump election in 2016. Hillary was going to win, right?" And we thought we were going to be talking about, like, hey, what's it like to be a couple of 40-year-olds with families <laughs> when you think that you're really 15 still? Well, there's still that, but then there's also, there there's also that. politics. Yeah, but, but it quickly morphed into, like, oh, my God, what, have, what has happened to our country? <laughs> it morphed into the podcast version of The Scream. <laughs> exactly, the prim- primal scream. Uh, it, it, like, yeah, it, it went from how the... F- how the fuck did we get here to what has happened to our fucking country? Oh, my God. What yeah. has happened? Who well, knew? I don't know. I, didn't, I mean, we were innocent back then because I didn't even know what an incel was two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, we knew there were Nazis, but we didn't know how many Nazis there were. We Nazis. didn't know they were going to be in government. <laughs> we didn't know that at Fiddler on the Roof they would scream, Oh, Heil my Hitler. God. Did you hear that? That's uh, crazy. Dude, so I'm in, in, Balt- in a Baltimore theater, some maniac got up and started screaming, Heil Trump, Heil Hitler. It was, it was during the intermission, right? Or was it in the middle I'm of the performance? Sure. I don't know what it was, but the thing that my, my initial thought, and somebody who was there said the same thing, that they fully anticipated that this person was going to start was shooting. was going to start shooting, right, right, right. right. I saw right that. after that. Which makes sense because, like, right. everybody gets shot in these days, right? <laughs> well, I will tell you what my first reaction was. Because when yeah. I heard of this, I was in a car on the way from the airport to my hotel in Abu Dhabi. I'm actually outside of Abu it, Dhabi by about two and a half hours. And I said, geez, I'm, I feel so much safer in the in Abu Dhabi so than I do in the United States. And I will tell you, there's a fair number of Jews here. So, you know, I'm... You feel so much safer carrying a bag of bagels in Abu Dhabi than you would walking the streets in Washington, D.C. Um, yes. It, it's gotten to that point. <laughs> That's pretty... I mean, but think about it. Like, this guy paid money to go see Fiddler on the Roof just so he could <laughs> yell, see Heil uh, and see uh, Trump. Heil uh, uh, Trump. I'm telling you, it's it's it, these Nazis are totally emboldened. We're going to see more and more of this stuff. Meanwhile, I don't know why someone didn't just walk up and punch him in the face. You know my view. Or you got to yeah, punch seriously. Nazis in the face. He got like a ticket. It l- he got like a fifteen dollar yeah. ticket. And so he if that's the lucky. case, you know, it's if if that's the case, and if the ticket was not for screaming Heil Hitler, is for disrupting, I guess, a performance or something like that. Then right. I, I really do think punching Nazis is is the appropriate is the appropriate he thing. Is, he is lucky that the audience did not just beat the crap out of him. I, like, I, everybody. Yeah, I, seriously. I, like, what do you think you would have done, Donald Trump, had you been sitting there? 
You remember how Trump said that had he been at, at one of the shootings, he would have run in right. by him, you know, unarmed to dis, disarm the gunman. Could you imagine running? If somebody, if some, <laughs> that he would have taken his golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> but if you are sitting in the vicinity of somebody who is spewing that shit, like, what's your reaction? Like, I know. I, well, remember, I mean, I don't think I, I. I can't say like, all right, I get up and punch the guy in the face. But I certainly think that I would be angry enough that I would consider it strongly and well, perhaps even do it. Remember, we, we, we had this whole conversation because it was at the Women's March. Didn't somebody punch Richard Spencer in the face? And then there right, was this whole like true. moral debate on or allegedly moral debate on right, social right, media right. about whether you should punch Nazis. And I'm like, what, what's the debate? Yeah. <laughs> what's anybody, the debate? I mean, that guy who punched Richard Spencer is still a hero. Yeah, and he's, still I, that's, he's not the only guy who punched Richard Spencer. Richard Spencer got beaten up in his gym, too, which I thought was totally awesome. And first of all, Richard Spencer has balls. He, like, belongs to a gym. He shows it. Does he, does he walk in with his, like, swastika, like, T-shirt? I guess His so. wick-away swastika? I mean, fucking it. So. The, the, I mean, re- the point is, yeah. is that I actually feel safer in, in the Arab world, in the allegedly scary Arab world right now, than I do walking down the street in the United States where someone's going to pull out a gun at any moment. Yeah, but that's because you hate freedom. <laughs> I mean, you really do hate freedom. If you could say that with a straight face, you hate freedom uh, it, and you hate this country. It's, it's, un, it's unbelievable. Speaking of, the, speaking of this, the, um, the other day the Washington Post had a big piece uh, by a doctor you know, the NRA has been bullying doctors for years. Oh, my God. There have been laws oh saying that, you know, pediatricians can't talk about guns in the home. I think that's a, right. I think that's a Florida law. And then when, when, when ER docs have, you know, spoken up about it, they've been told to stay in their lane. Now, I, it seems to me that there's now doctors are sort of banding together on social media themselves to push back. And I've noticed that they're, they're tweeting photos from yeah, the ER, the ER bloodstained yeah. floors and things like that. Gruesome, gruesome pictures. Gru- well, you know what? I think I'm I'm for that 100. percent I think yeah. you know it's it's antiseptic. I mean, damn. Let's let's publish the photos from Newtown to see what these these. I think the shock value is is worthwhile. Um, it's 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 interesting though. You said like they're pushing back, and I think that. What we've seen, what we're seeing more and more, is this pushback, and I think it's working. I, I, I think, I think we've given these terrorists free reign for long enough, and, and I really think that now, and especially after the elections, where people realize, like, hey, two years of organizing right, and screaming right. have actually helped, well, and yeah. we penetrated this guy's armor because what we did was we actually got more people out to vote. You and know that Orange County assholes com- out of office. Yeah. Orange County, California, completely flipped. They, yeah. they, that was the Reagan, birth of Reagan of, of Reagan yeah. Reaganism is now blue. Yeah. And and at the same time, and the, I don't know if this is causation. Certainly, probably not. But gun safety, gun control advocacy organizations this cycle spent actually more money than the NRA. So you can beat the NRA at its own game. That's right. Did you know that there that New England is fully blue? Yes, the last no, guy, the last Republican not, in uh, in yeah, Maine lost. There's not, there's not one 
Republican in the House from New England. No. Well, you know, it's and, what, what is messed up and not good for American democracy is that the parties are now regional parties. That is true. Yeah. That is Although, true. I mean, there but are purple states. Nevada. The, Colorado. Texas. Texas Arizona. is purple. Arizona. Yeah. So. But, you know, but conversely, Ohio is now fully red. Fully red. red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's something, fully like, red. super weird about that, about... Ohio's it's Midwest, but it's also Southern at the same time. But it elected, I mean, Sherrod Brown, he's a liberal yeah. Democrat. And John Kasich, you know, he has a, rep, a good reputation among Democrats. But I think it's only relative because his voting record when he was in Congress was very hard right. Yeah, I, I mean, I know that he has this reputation as a moderate, but I don't see it. But And Richard Cordray, got, the guy who ran for governor, got it trounced in Ohio. So Ohio's like seriously, seriously red. But, yeah. uh, you know, I, it's funny. I've, I've been in Abu Dhabi since Thursday. And this is a, it's, I, I'm attending a, a relatively small conference. All right. of the Americans who are here, plus, interestingly, all of the Brits... <laughs> all the Brits are yeah. so happy because this Brexit stuff is completely bonkers. They're all really happy to be here. And all the Americans are really happy to be here because, you know, we're coming off a week of, like, total Trump insanity between, yeah. oh, you know, post-election news conference, Jim Acosta craziness. To yeah, he is completely unhinged. The trip to Paris, which you, you rightly dubbed him. Poutus instead of POTUS because he pouted yeah. the whole time. Poutus. Poutus. Because he, like he was like a baby with a full-on no, diaper you, and it wasn't changed. <laughs> I mean, as you pointed out, it's like the guy was having like a freaking emotional, ep- a psychological episode. So uh, I it's, feel like he has multiple psychological episodes <laughs> every day. But it is really so actually me, a rather extraordinary perspective to see yeah. here, you know, like 6,000 miles away and watching some of the insanity go down, it, 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 really, it really does seem like the United States is completely unhinged. And all of our interlo- Middle yeah. Eastern interlocutors here feel it. They feel it. So are the Emirates, are the Emirates red or blue? Yeah, well, you know, they started out, I mean, you know, there was a, after Obama was elected, there was a lot of hope for Obama. And then, right. you know, the whole Iran thing, and they became very, very red. But I think that they came to quickly understand that Trump is a lot of hot air and not a lot of action. There was a presentation by a Trump administration official on Iran policy. But the question is, is that whether what is being articulated by officials from the State Department is actually what the policy is. Is there a policy? You know, it, it seems, seems to me that, there that there's no a policy. huge difference between what the State Department is saying, and it's a pretty it's a pretty hard line, and what's actually happening. So, uh, you know, I think the, I think the reddest state in the country yeah. is actually in the Middle East, and it's Israel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Israel is other than Russia, there is no place <laughs> where Trump is more popular around the world than Israel. <laughs> It's to, well. I don't even think he's that popular in Russia anymore. I mean, Russian state media was complaining about uh, like the kind of recklessness of the United States and that it's uh, the United States is unreliable. So, huh. so maybe it's just Israel. Yeah, they love him there, though. I mean, he his popularity level is like in the seventy, you know, seventy percent and more. The That's insanity. Man. It's total insanity. I mean, 
And that's nuts. <laughs> it's, it's nuts. But you know what? Obama was so unpopular there. Well, he was very, very unpopular in the Gulf. I mean, there's there's a yeah. bunch of former Obama administration officials here, and the discussion of the JCPOA, they really take it on the chin on this stuff. Really, right. really take it on the chin. There's not there's not a lot of love lost. I mean, on a, on a personal but level, it's it, all it's all very nice, but uh, on right. a policy level, there's a lot of of real palpable anger uh, over over the Iran policy. But, but, you know, Israel Israel obviously was against the Iran deal, but they hated Obama way before the Iran deal. Right, right, right. What was that about? I, uh, you know, let's see. Settlements. His middle name <laughs> is Hussein. Hey, I got so a friend named Hussein. He, well, uh, I mean, you should have a friend named Hussein, but in Israel, it's not the Hussein. most popular middle name. And, and, Hussein, and, and, Hussein, Hussein Obama. Hussein. I want the hummus uh, with my friend Hussein. <laughs> plus, <laughs> Hussein, plus, as is you he remember, the Hamas? Hamas, Hussein is in uh, Hamas, but likes hummus very much. <laughs> but if you remember, Stephen, if you remember correctly, <laughs> not listen, only not listen, only was Barack was listen, Emirati intelligence Hussein, is listening to this. I mean, as much as there's like a right. love here, you know, let's chill. <laughs> all right, but I'm talking about Israel. I'm talking about Israel, so we're okay. All right, all right, all right. But if you if you remember, Stephen, <laughs> not only was his middle name Hussein, yes, but he didn't love Israel in his. <laughs> I kishkas. don't say. Oh God, I hate when people say that. I hate. I know. I, I love, hate it. So I love much. how much you hate it. Oh, I love how like, much you hate it. It's like fingers on a blackboard to me when people I, say shit. I like know. That. Seriously. Oh. But he just doesn't. Oh, feel, he doesn't feel Israel in his guts. Uh-huh. You know, dude. I don't understand that's why. That's a you... nice way of saying. That's a nice way of saying I'm racist <laughs> and I don't like him because he's black. Well, so I'm just going to pretend that it's something else. But I wrote a piece saying. Is this is I wrote a piece saying this is the test case for all the people who are like total like full on supporters of Israel that you want Israel, a situation Israel in which a president of the United States and an Israeli prime minister can barely stand to be in the same room with each other, but the relationship continues to work at an institutional level. That goes to show how strong it is. Yeah. But yeah. when I wrote that, people got mad at me. Why? Because I guess the, he has the president. It's a requirement for the president to feel it in his. I'm not going to say. But in his guts. In his, in his guts. Yiddish word for guts. <laughs> uh, Don't but if dare. you remember, if you if you remember, Clinton also couldn't stand Netanyahu. Yeah, well, that's and a, it was mutual. Not, you know, I remember being. I remember being at a dinner um, with a bunch of strong supporters of Israel, and I said, "Well." So now Clinton couldn't stand to be in the room with him. Obama couldn't stand to be in the room with him. Secretaries of State couldn't stand. There. James Baker banned him from the State Department. Who's the problem? Who's the problem? Well, clearly, the anti-Semitic, you know, United States government is the problem. Uh, but it's no, it's no. I mean, you know, James Baker notwithstanding, it's no shock right. that no no Democratic president got along with Netanyahu because Netanyahu is a Republican. Right. All right. And as are all the people who work for him. But I'll tell you, yeah. you know, it's funny who gets a pass and who doesn't get a pass. But, uh, well, well, you know, you there's going to be an election. Settlements, there's going to be an election. If you support se- yeah, I mean, but Netanyahu will win again. 
or yeah. somebody to the right of Netanyahu. Right. It's right. not like it's not like oh, Sipi Livni is going to be the prime minister now. Like, nope. So this government it's just going to be him or somebody some worse. Stupid failed raid in Gaza. Yeah, it's just an excuse, right? It's like, you know, the government lasted a couple of years. It had a good run as far as it's concerned. And now it's time for new elections. Talk about crazy. You know, Michelle, Michelle uh, one of Michelle's cousins was staying with us this week from yeah. Israel. Yeah. Uh, when the news broke about the new, about, you know, the, the collapse of the government. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, don't you ever have early elections here? I'm like, no. <laughs> Never. We have... I mean, you know, for as flawed as our democracy is, at least it's freaking stable. <laughs> and we have elections for we have elections every four years, come hell or high water, or Donald Trump decides to cancel <laughs> he's them next cancel time them. around. He's yeah, going to take a look um, at the polls. And he's he's going to try to cancel. Yeah, it's fake. You know, I'm, I'm so worried about Matt Whitaker is going to declare his concerns the illegals about voting. Well, he's against the constitution. Yeah. Do you realize that the acting attorney general is against the constitution? <laughs> Only certain articles of it, though. Well, yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Come on, these guys. The, the, the only thing these guys really care about is the Second Amendment. We it's may as true. well get rid of all of the other amendments because <laughs> nothing is sacrosanct except for that particular <laughs> amendment, oh which is God. really interesting, which is really fascinating. Oh, my jet lag self. I can't, I can't I, take I, it. I wonder, you know, looking into the crystal ball, Two years from now, what's the amen corner going to be like? I don't know. You know we're, gonna ha- we're, we're either going to have elections or not. Um, <laughs> we're going to be doing it from our secret underground bunker because we're going to be on the run. It could be. Wow. <laughs> I'm telling you, think we'll Trump wins. To, you Trump think we'll wins in 2024. He's going to. The first thing they're going to do is they're going to go after the amen corner because we're the conscience in 2024? of the nation. 2024. Uh, yeah, 20, that's true. Wait, he wins in 2020. Oh God, I'm so freaking jet lagged. Um, and it wasn't bad yesterday or the day before, but now it's really hitting. Um, no, if he wins sure. in 2020, one of his first orders is to lock up. After he issues the order to lock up Hillary, it's going to lock. It's going to lock up the guys from the Amen Corner. We're going to be on the run. Wow. Yeah. If we're on the run, though, I think if we start to do our, if we continue to do our podcast, they'll be able to find us, won't they? I don't know, man. Well, they'll see where we post it from, and somebody will come and like. Yeah, but there's got to be, dogs. you know, there's got to be like technology where you know it's like a virtual private network, and we can like we can yeah. still be the conscience of the nation. We can beam into That's free true. America. Remember from Red Dawn, there was free America. Oh my God, I love that. <sighs> we're gonna be we're gonna be like that radio station of Red Dawn. That's <laughs> right. The chair is against wow. the wall. The chair is against the wall. That, John has a long <laughs> mustache. That's <laughs> awesome. I love wow, it. that's a good job for us. Uh, that will it'll have when to be all, our job. When when all hope seems lost, we're still going to be we're going to be, be podcasting, podcasting every Sunday morning at ten thirty. Here I am. This is you know what? <laughs> they'll never find us that way. <laughs> no seriously, man. here's my. You know where I'm running to? I'm running to the. I'm coming to the desert. I'm coming back to, in, Abu, Dhabi. to Abu Dhabi, man. I thought we had did to go to Colorado those pictures I like they did in I mean, Red Dawn. What's that? I thought we had to go to Colorado like they did in Red Dawn. No, but in Colo- the I, I don't, was Colorado in free America? No, it was contested. They were in occupied America. Right, it wasn't right. contested, it was occupied. Right, right, right. They it was were occupied. the resistance. Yeah, so where do you think we'll be unoccupied? I Not don't know. Florida. <laughs> Florida is going to, they're going to move the White House to Florida, I think. <laughs> My God. What a sick, demented place Florida is. 
Seriously. Oh my God. No worse than Georgia, apparently. Well, I think I mentioned this the last time we were on. You know, if the if the Georgia elections had happened in another country, the State Department would oh, yeah. be announcing it. Yeah, we would have to send international observers. <laughs> no, seriously, it's sure. like it was like some it's like seriously like Egyptian shit went down in 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 Georgia. In Georgia. Why? Because the guy running for governor was also the secretary of state who was overseeing the elections? Yeah, I mean, something like that? that. You know, making what's up the rules as it goes along. I have a serious question, though, because right, we're talking about elections, and I've been wanting to ask this. I keep hearing Maybe we just need enlightened monarchy. Of, yeah, about all of these illegals who are voting. <laughs> Can you explain how that works? I if know. If you're undocumented in this country, how do you go to a polling station and cast a ballot? <laughs> I have no idea. How does how does that work? Well, what, how about this one? The president came up with this one. He said people are yeah. voting oh and they're going and changing oh. their clothes. But you no, have to go out. You have hat. to tell them a name. Like I have to I tell them a name and I have to sign something. But I mean, isn't it pretty obvious that before 2016, Trump never voted in an election <laughs> in his life? He has no idea has how no voting idea. works. He's never voted. He has he has no idea how voting works. Yeah, I'm going to go to my car, put on my Make America Great Again hat and a fake mustache, and I'm going to come back and vote again. See, I would, I would get busted because what I would do is I would vote the first time in my Van Halen World Tour 1978 t-shirt, and then right. I would go to my car and I would put on my Van Halen 2012 World <laughs> Tour t-shirt and come back. And, and they'd so be like, they'd hey, be weren't like, you the guy the Van Halen t-shirt? It would, it would be a good minute. cover. There's- I've seen two Van Halen t-shirts say... This is weird. There's something fishy going on. There's something very, very weird about this. There's something strange. But you know what? (laughs) You know what? Some of these people are so freaking stupid that they probably think, like, not only do people go to their car to change, but they're voting uh, multiple times for different candidates. How do you do... I don't understand how (laughs) it's possible to do... it's not possible because voter fraud is not a real thing. What is a real thing, however, is voter suppression. <laughs> yeah. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. So, and, and apparently, Koba. I don't know if you, if you caught this because you were traveling this week, but the president said that you buy a box of cereal and you get a voter ID. <laughs> what? Did you, did I you didn't hear this? Oh, my God. Never have I been so happy for a 13-hour flight. What? Yeah, he said something to the effect of, you know, like, oh, it's so easy to get a voter ID. Like, why don't people have one? It's like, you get a box of cereal, you, get, you go to the store and buy cereal. Here's your voter ID. Huh? <laughs> is it like, is it yeah. like the surprise in the city? You know how you see yeah, sometimes you get a surprise in Lucky Charms. Yeah. <laughs> you get like a little car in your Cat and Crunch. Unreal. What the fuck is he talking about? He's talking, again, he he's has having a no, breakdown. No. He has one. He's having a total breakdown, and two. He really doesn't understand how voting works. <laughs> the thing is, what's, what is the true insanity? Yeah, is that he can say, you know, any number of unhinged things that are completely divorced from reality, and people be like, oh yeah, and and there's an entire <laughs> echo chamber behind him who will say like, yeah, that's what happens. Janine you know, Pirro on Fox saying, yes, oh my God. you can get your voter ID in a box of Captain Crunch. What did Lou she Dobbs do yesterday? Did I see? Oh, he, he made some insane <sighs> claims about voting also. Right, about people, about illegals coming and voting. 
Like, how does that work, Lou Dobbs? Lou Dobbs needs to go away. Well, he yeah, really, but he I really don't know. needs to go away. I don't know. You know, this week you, they re, yesterday they reinstated uh, Jim Acosta's uh, credentials, and Lou Dobbs, Lou Dobbs went nuts. Right. But guess what? Earlier in the week. His employer, right. Fox News, came out in support of reinstating. Of Lou course, Dobbs because the next time there's a Democratic uh, Lou, uh, president, Acosta's they can revoke some, some Fox News, right? Jagoffs, right? White House, uh, exactly. Because even they, even they understand how dangerous. Of but a president meanwhile, their on-air talent doesn't. I mean, their on-air talent is completely you know bonkers, dude. He, Lou, Lou Dobbs. He's he's a horrible, horrible person. <laughs> horrible. Like, when did he get like this? He used to be, you know, years ago he was on CNN. He seemed like a normal anchor. Like, I know. There's there's people like that who like seem like normal people when they're on other networks, and then they go over to Fox. I mean, is it like? Do you have to go through like Fox reeducation camp or something? Maybe. Ooh, we should go to that. <laughs> Could you imagine? I th- I also think though, like. He's a certain age. He's a you have to change dude. your whole vocabulary. So, like, your first class, you, you have to talk about illegals and I don't know. What, what's, like, the kind of special fox language? I don't know. I, I don't a good guy with a gun. Oh, <laughs> you got to yeah. talk about that. Well, I mean, the talking points are pretty pretty obvious, right? Like, lock her up. Yeah. It's, a, it's Obama's fault. <laughs> And whatever Trump says voter is right. Voter fraud, like this, illegals. Yeah, voter fraud, uh, migrant caravan. Migrant caravan, right. Uh, <laughs> let's see. They're taking her jobs away. <laughs> socialism. Just keep yelling socialism. <laughs> it's socialism. Government. Muslim, uh, this guy's like a Muslim thing. <laughs> Muslims are bad. Radical, no, radical uh, Islamic terrorism. There you right, go. Right, right. Government, government we, you can do, we could do like a whole like Fox News dictionary. But <laughs> I mean, it's so like you and I could sit here for the next three hours and just like go over these po- talking <laughs> points. And like that's all you ever need to listen to. Like just, you know, substitute this word in here. It's like Mad Libs. Now, does anybody ever leave Fox News and go someplace else and be normal? Like not Megyn Kelly. She was in she was in ass hat on Fox and was an ass hat on NBC. The question is why did NBC hire her for thinking anything different in the first place? That's a lot of millions. <laughs> and now they have to pay her. I know. Not to not to appear on the news. It's like when the Yankees paid A-Rod for that season and a half of not playing. <laughs> it's like the uh, University of Maryland fired their football coach and they're, but they're paying him for not coaching like five and a half million bucks. That's my taxpayer so, money. That's socialism right there, my it friend. Is a, that so, is socialism. No, but is there anybody who's ever left Fox News who turned out to be normal? Like, did they have to go through, did they have to go through deprogramming? I don't know. I can't think of any TV personalities who are. I guess, uh, what's her name? Greta Van Susteren. She's now Did in, like, she VOA. Leave? Who watches VOA? Oh, really? Yeah. Not even Farmers Does anybody even watch that? I don't think so. Yeah, so what's the point? Like she's probably making she's probably making minimum wage working there. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Fox just, News. Is just like, yell socialism or Islam. <laughs> Lock her up, baby. 
lock her up. Uh, Can you imagine? Like, I'm they staying give here. You in, I'm staying here. In your first, in your first day of Fox News training, they give you your MAGA hat, <laughs> your khaki pants, and your buttoned-up, you know, your buttoned-down collared shirt, and you know your fake, your fake uh, dye job for your hair. I yeah. haven't seen and I guess for a women, and I He guess, must be 100 years I guess old. He's got to be. But for women who go to work at Fox, like, you know, what's the prerequisite? You need big boobs. a blonde, a big boobs, a blonde bleach job, and a lobotomy. Like, well, that's, that's not Jean Pure, though. She's not blonde. She's just, she's she's just exception. radical in every way. Yeah. I mean, she's like a, she's like, she didn't drink the Kool-Aid. She's drunk. Yeah, I think she made the Kool-Aid. I think she's been... You think she can be the Attorney General? I think she thinks she can be the Attorney General. It's down between her and Lindsey Graham. Oh, my God. And they're going to have a slap fight to see who wins. Which is amazing is how many people have to perform for the dear leader for their job. And how many people do it? Do it. I know. What are these people afraid of? What the? I read that article in the New Yorker on the plane about Ryan Costello, and he's like, I didn't and, read and, it. and so people, he's saying people are just afraid of what? Of this jack offs Twitter feed? Is the is the only thing in the world sitting in Congress? Is it worth it? Is it worth it to so compromise yourself? Ugh. Apparently, for some people, it is. I, I but but all of these people? I mean, Jeff Flake is it. the only one. I don't get it. The Mark only Sanford is the only the one. Who leave. So big deal. Mark Sanford, he'll go, he'll be, he's the former governor, he's a former congressman, he'll get a job. I mean, what the fuck? You I know, don't understand the, the whole culture, it's the, it's the whole culture in Washington, and it's the whole, like, you know, I'll be, in, I'll be in government for a while, then I'll go to the private sector, and I'll stay here in Washington and make a shit ton of money, leveraging all of my contacts and leveraging... Dude, but you of, can't swing you know, a dead cat without finding some, you know, retired congressman. There's got to be, you know, at some point there's market saturation for this kind of thing. And, and honestly, if you're a, hope, if you're a Republican backbencher, what, what yeah. chances do you really have of me, of like, you know, striking gold in Washington, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, if you're it getting, if you're getting money, if you're getting money from, you know, super PACs and other Organizations, you know, it's a lucrative business. To be I just, don't, I don't understand the mentality that that being a, being a member of Congress is not that great. So I don't understand the mentality of so compromising yourself in front and 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 doing all of these things that damage the country that you prof, profess to love uh, in the service of this lunatic who's the president of the United States, who has no particular commitment to democracy, to norms, to human Or to anybody other than himself. himself. Exactly. Uh, I don't know. It's it's a mystery as to... I mean, this is why he powdered like a fucking two-year-old in Paris. He wasn't the center of attention. Right. Right, he wasn't the center of attention, so... So he made the entire country... for the Marines. appalling. Just appalling. All right. Let's play a little game for right. a second. Close your eyes All right. and close. imagine and imagine <laughs> that Barack Obama went to <laughs> France and decided to forego a ceremony honoring Marines in a World War I battlefield. <laughs> how, would, how would the right wing have reacted to that? They, they would have, you know what? They would have killed themselves 
from the frenzy that they worked themselves into. It would yeah, have been, I think they would have killed him <laughs> from the frenzy that they worked themselves into. <laughs> they would have bum-rushed we would, Air Force One upon returning to, to the United States. I mean, States. I think... I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that impeachment would have been on the table. Unbelievable. You're right. You're absolutely right. The, the hypocrisy is mind-numbing. <laughs> mind-numbing. But we're not the first people to point this out. What I else, mean, it's wait, pretty what, obvious. What, what else did he do when he was in... I mean, he sat in the ambassador's residence and tweeted nasty yeah, shit and watched Fox News. And watched Fox yeah. News. Yeah, because he, he, he was there to snit. He was there to to commemorate the hundredth anniversary of the right, end of, of World, World War One. Yeah, but he was in a snit because, it, as you know, as his trip unfolded, it became clearer and clearer that the elections were terrible for, for Republicans, the Republicans right. and for him, and for him in particular. And now all of a sudden, he wasn't going to have carte blanche. The Congress Ooh. was actually going to hold. Can I, can I hold him accountable? It, did you say carte blanche? Because he's in France. I did, carte blanche. Carte blanche. Exactly. Yeah. Blanche. <laughs> and now there, we have a, at least one branch of government is going to start holding him accountable. Uh, so we're going to try to reinstitute some checks and balances here. And he realized, like, all right, I guess the jig is getting close to being up. So that was one. Then it was yeah. raining, so that bothered him. <laughs> <laughs> But there are people. There are people who are speculating that he was actually physically not well. But he's too much of a narcissist and delusional narcissist to admit that he was sick because he's the healthiest president we've ever had. Uh, and he didn't he look just so bad. Physically, do it. He just looked know, like he was pissed was... off. And then, of course, well, Macron, Macron, Emmanuel Macron gave a oh. gave a speech in which he denounced right. nationalism. So that pissed him off even more. Yeah, so he was like a petulant child, again, throwing feces at the wall, <laughs> is what he was doing. Taking, he took off his diaper and he started throwing the contents of it at the wall. I will have to say, I will say, though, that the most extraordinary thing that happened in the White House this week was none of this. Was the yeah. fact that Melania Trump had oh the deputy God. national security advisor fired. I have to say... Un- Believable. In, in, in talking to people in Washington about this, I have to say that I'm on Melania's side on this one. This woman, Mira Cardell, sounds terrible. But it goes to show what unbelievable chaos the White House is in, that, it, that like, this kind of thing comes out. Uh, yeah, but again, again, let's play the game. Close your eyes. <laughs> okay, David. wait, they're closed. Okay, go ahead. And imagine, and Michelle imagine, Obama forcing no, someone out no, of the West. No, no, Angry I, black no, woman. Got a di- what? I got a different game. Uh, okay. Same game, different president. Imagine if Bill Clinton had been president yes. and his wife, Hillary, <laughs> had, fi- had ordered the firing of Same somebody thing in the Michelle administration. Obama. Same thing. I know, but I mean, you but know, the Republicans Hillary could so not, had not stand accomplished, smart women who have their own views about the world. And that, look, That's I was true. living abroad when, when during the whole 92 presidential campaign. And I came back, and he was the president. And I was like, well, what's the deal? Why does everybody hate his wife? I didn't understand what the whole thing was. And it became clear to me very, very quickly, this was an accomplished woman with a brain in her head. Michelle Obama but comes but, along, accomplished woman with a brain in her head, who also happens to be black. And yeah, it's well, like, help she's an, yeah. automatically, she's an angry black woman. For voicing an and opinion, I, and she true. voiced her opinions actually rather mildly. I I would think. 
Because um, she couldn't do anything but voice them mildly. Nobody would allow her to be, you know, who she really is. But, I mean, in all fairness, Stephen, we have to call out what we, you know, when we see this on both sides. Nancy Pelosi right now right. is going through a really difficult time. She wants to be Speaker of the right. House again. I thought she and has all the votes wrapped up. No? I'm not sure that she does, but there are people on the left who are screaming that we need to get rid of her. Right. And it seems to me that she did a pretty good job this time around getting, you know, with right. the election. Right. So she's she's pretty organized. She's good. I'm ambivalent. She's effective. I'm ambivalent. Yeah, like, I'm she so, did do I'm a good job. So Absolutely. She raises tons of money. Yeah, but the the entire Democratic Party leadership has been around for so long. I agree, but Chuck Schumer doesn't seem to suffer from that. Like he gets he gets no, put back he's got to go spot. too. Stanley Hoyer, Clyburn, but, but, all these guys sweep them all out. As far as I'm concerned, but the, but he's minority leader in the Senate. He was. <sighs> I mean, his uh, yeah, that that was. But I don't think he, Schumer's he particularly effective in leading his caucus. No, I, I just he's don't think not, he's very but, good at. It. But what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, he gets a pass. And not from me. All right. Well, not from you or All right. me. Because right, I'm pure. All right. You're, we are pure. <laughs> and we're the conscience of the nation. <laughs> Broadcasting from our bunker into free America. Yeah. Soon enough. No, seriously, dude. I'm moving to the UAE. I know they got their problems here, too. They throw students in jail. All right. But, um, uh, you know, I, I just, I, it's weird. I feel safer on the streets here. The mean right, streets of Abu Dhabi. You can bagels you can't get lots of bagels there. I bet I can. I bet you you can't. Oh, now I'm. Uh, really? And I'm not. It doesn't count if it has to be shipped in from somewhere okay, else. Okay, fine. You, I, I'm. I'm. Uh, all right. I'm on the hunt for for lots of bagels in Abu Dhabi. Go, I bet there go is. Ahead. I'm gonna find go out. For, look for it. I got. I got. Go look I got, for it. I got contacts. All I right. got connections. I know. I know. You people. go now, and all go right. look. And I think. I think we're out. All right, we're out. All right, bye, everybody. See you.